Religiosity, episode 110. Back with Pastor Andrew. We promised the audience、uh, a topic, and I think we need to deliver on that today. And, and can you remind me what was it? Martin Buber. Oh, Martin Buber, yes. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. think this is yeah, very yeah. important. And I think you should set the stage. Because there, maybe there are some listeners who don't even know. Yeah,、uh, that was like、uh, two episodes ago, or,、uh, and even the last episode, 109.、Uh, we were talking about、uh, in 108, distinguishing between anti Judaism,、right. anti、uh, Semitism, and anti Zionism.、Yeah. And、uh, then we discussed.、Uh, In the last episode, the geography of Middle East、right. and you know, how it is loaded with political overtones, and、uh, you almost cannot use any kind of、uh, description of、uh, geographical units there without、uh, touching very sensitive nerve、uh, of contemporary politics. And while we were discussing that, I mentioned、uh, that there are different kinds or forms of Zionism, and、uh, Martin Buber、uh, would be one of those. Uh, and uh, he is a well known Jewish、uh, thinker, you can say, philosopher, theoretician of、uh, knowledge. Epistemology, or nosiology,、uh, educator.、Um, Very influential book was I and Thou. I and Thou, hugely yeah. Influ- yeah, influential. Yeah, it's an existentialist、uh, philosophy of、uh, lifting up importance of interpersonal relationships. Uh, and uh, It's, it's almost like it's, it's a prose, but it's almost like poetry. And it does not have any beginning and it does not have any end, but、uh, it, it, it is uh, deeply uh, thought through. So, Martin Buber、uh, was a German Austrian、uh, philosopher and became relatively early in the 20th century、uh, connected with Zionism. Uh, and uh, personally knew Theodor Herschel and was editor of some Z- Zionist、uh, newspapers or magazines、uh, and so on, and, and was really involved with,、uh, with this movement.、Uh, and before the World War II, thankfully, saving his life, he immigrated to Israel or to Palestine. Uh, back then, uh, mandate, uh, British mandate. And、um, uh, he settled there, and, but had、uh, falling off with uh, those uh, most militant uh,、mm. Zionists uh, while he lived there.、Uh, he simply recognized and embraced、uh, the local Palestinian or Arab population. His point was、uh, philosophical and、uh, moral, ethical, that we simply cannot、uh, misappropriate、uh, this whole land from the people who have been living here for so long. 
And uh, so, uh, while Zionists were all set on simply eliminating, frankly, or ethnically cleansing uh, Palestinian population. Is that a real thing? Like, uh, they weren't just going to push them out? Ethnic cleansing is pushing people out. Okay. You know, and claiming the that territory. Yeah. Uh, I guess I think of ethnic cleansing as genocidal. Uh, no, killing. and that is the diff- that that is the reason why we have uh, distinctions between ah, genocide okay. and ethnic cleansing. Ethnic okay. cleansing means uh, it, it might involve uh, substantial levels of violence, uh, but that violence is there to persuade through the means of violence people to leave. I see. Uh, okay. Good. Uh, and, and yeah, there is quite fine line in between the genocide and ethnic cleansing. And, yeah. and that is uh, the factual reality, which is well documented now from open archives of those uh, around Ben Gurion, for instance, uh, those founders of the state of Israel. And, and Martin Buber was in uh, definitely philosophical and uh, thought opposition against this, mm. uh, against this uh, pushing out the. Do, do, do you think it, you're making it sound like it almost he almost changed because he he got to know the people? I, I think that it came a little earlier. I, I think simply because of his. Uh, uh, his grounding in uh, in Jewish spirituality, which is finding its way into, for instance, his uh, writings and especially into that uh, I and Thou, he was deeply humanist. Yeah, and this 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 did, did not agree with him. Yeah, with this militant approach yeah. of seeing uh, and and frankly racist. Yeah. Uh, because if you read some of those uh, writings, and even the British, who were uh, so eager to give uh, the land to, to the Jewish settlers, uh, their primary uh, language was racist language mm-hmm. and anti-Arab. Yeah, uh, seeing Arabs as uh, as the, here you see how the racism is a human construct because. Uh, genetically and, and in, in many different ways, uh, yeah. there is hardly any difference. <laughs> yeah. uh, but um, uh, Martin Buber was more and more outspoken critic of this, uh, this form of Zionism and his form of Zionism as he, he even formed with some other thinkers of a similar kind. Uh, and a political party which was trying to advocate for uh, the creation of uh, the state of Israel-Palestine, which would be the, the closest language would be probably um, a federated state with two ethnicities, Palestinians and Jews, living uh, together and sharing power, Mm. Uh, having two bodies which would need to agree upon the ruling of that territory. Mm -hmm. So that was his 
uh, that was his uh, hope and desire. Uh, and uh, we know that it did not go that way. Uh, he worked for it even after the creation of the State of Israel. Mm when already a lot of blood was spilled and, and um, animosities were triggered even more than uh, before. Mm -hmm. When uh, Palestinians were factually, uh, ethnically cleansed from the territory which became a state of Israel. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about uh, the, the occupied territories yeah. that came later. Yeah. You know, this is around uh, 1948. Right. And, but but uh, Martin Buber still had, uh, until his death, uh, did this hope uh, of this state of two nations. Right. Was, was he influential at all? Or were, were people taking him no, seriously no, about no, this? No, not really, because there was this uh, great uh, upwelling of the nationalism associated with Zionism and you know this is our land given to our ancestors and uh, we, we, we need to assert our authority over it and that is the driving force until today and until our bitter ends which we are seeing yeah uh, you, you know and uh, that is certainly uh, what we are observing, it is being portrayed as um, as a uh, military and political action against the terrorism. Yeah. But when you look at it from some distance and try to be objective, that's pretty close to ethnic cleansing. If we are not already approaching that fine line of, of genocide. Mm -hmm. Uh, and some people would say that we are far beyond uh, what is happening now in Gaza Strip. Mm -hmm. And um, it's, it's just, I, I only wish that people paid more attention to Martin Buber, uh, his humanism, mm -hmm. uh, his moral theology and philosophy. Uh, in, in that respect, uh, you know, one can go all the way to Plato and saying that the best uh, politicians would be philosophers. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, it's, it's, it's painful yeah. uh, to, to observe it. And uh, frankly, the, the, the deeper we go into this uh, hall of violence in Middle East, where the two-state solution is not possible, the more did this vision of uh, Martin Buber is becoming inevitable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're saying through, because... through extreme detour and l extreme level of suffering. Yeah. In We're... two or three or four centuries, eventually. You're saying the only way is this way, meaning like. You can, we can spend two centuries now battling about this, yeah. but the only way to really have a lasting peace is Buber's way. Uh, 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 unless we simply 
get fine with genocide of one side or the other. Yeah. Or complete ethnic cleansing. Uh, and, but one would hope that we would never go into the darkness of that kind yeah. uh, around the world. Yeah, there, there were times when something like that happened. Uh, that's the guilt, deep guilt on, on, on American nation. Yeah. what they did to the local uh, populations and local nations. Yeah. Uh, you know, mo forceful movement and genocidal approach to, uh, to, to, to natives in America. Uh, but one would still hope that we are not in, uh, in 18th or 19th century uh, where this uh, genocidal nightmare could happen. Yeah. And it, in absence of that, uh, I, I, I don't see almost any other solution. You know, it, it, it will probably take now even if we start now yeah. with the emotions being in a boiling temperature yeah. or the completely then then uh, we would still need to the, the, there'll, there'll be a century of calming down yeah. you know or something like that yeah. the, the later we start the, the longer it will take and i guess that's why in times like this one of the only things that you can do is just pray for peace yes yeah, and 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 demand it. That, yeah. that is what I am. Uh, what I am doing. Uh, 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 the reaching out to uh, our elected representatives and asking for ceasefire or uh, asking them to seriously consider uh, working for peace. Yeah, we will continue to pray for peace and demand action. That's all we can do. Yeah. Demand write to your or telephone to your elected representatives because they have uh, some say. I don't think that they have a major say, but uh, there is a way of influencing sure. it. And uh, what is currently happening is just uh, utter insanity. Yes. Thank you. Thank you.